Welcome to That's My Biz with your host, Ginger, and my homegirl, Pam. What's up, y'all? There she is. <laughs> and we're back with a new episode. This episode is actually going to start a series. We want to get right into the hardcore stuff that you all want to hear from us. So the first one is breaking down entrepreneurship slash motherhood. Ooh, isn't that so taboo? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to jump right on in it. But before we do that, I want to start off with a little icebreaker. Pam, how are you feeling today? You know what, girl? I'm good. I'm really good. I've been stressed the past couple of weeks, months with my nine to five job. But lately, I've realized some things I just can't hand- I just can't control certain things. That's so right. I'm not let those things stress me out anymore. Ever since I adapted that, my days have been a little bit better. So not bad at all on my end. How's your day been? It's been interesting. I was busy up until it was time to hit record. But now I feel so relaxed and I feel free and ready to talk about what it is we came to talk about today. Let's get it. Well, there has been a little trend going on in Instagram world. You know, that's my favorite place to hang out on social media. And I wonder, have you, you like it too? (laughs) I wonder, have you noticed the new trend with IG Live? Yes, I have actually. And I tested it out with one of my homegirls the other day. I like it. Okay, so tell the people what it's about. They want to know. They're like, okay, we know about IG Live, but what's new? So if y'all didn't know, you know, IG Live, it could either be just you or sometimes you might have a guest on. Well, now IG is allowing up to four people to go live at the same time. So it's four of you in a room talking with your audience, which is pretty cool because think about all the different series and just anything that you could do. Um, For instance, if you are a content creator, you might want to get three of your other content creator friends together and do a little Q&A for your audience or something like there's so many possibilities of what you can do. So I'm excited about it. And I actually, like I said earlier, I test, um, drove it out with one of my homegirls. She was wanting to see how the feature worked. So I hopped in with her and it was dope. Like, I'm not even going to front. I was excited. I was like, oh, look, I see you. I see you. I like, it was really cool. So I think that it's a nice feature that IG put out there. I'm all for it. I'm excited to see what people do with the room. I am too. And I can definitely see us trying it out. Maybe even have, I don't know, some listeners on, you know, talking about certain topics. We may want to keep the conversation going. Maybe they didn't agree with what we said. So, hey. I think it's a good platform. I also think it could get a little rowdy with four people in there. What about you? Do you think it could get some discord? I do think it might be able to get a little rowdy, but I feel like that's whenever, you know, Clubhouse is not really a huge thing anymore. But, you know, back in the Clubhouse days, how you had to reset the room. I feel like it'll be a lot of, okay, you guys, let's reset the room type oh, yeah. of thing. <laughs> so, I, but I think if you have a good set of people, I think that it'll work out. Like as long as the people know how to actively listen and not speak out of turn, I guess that's the right way to put it. Then I think it'll go well. 
Um, but I like what you said about possibly doing a live for our show and inviting audience members up because we could easily do a Q&A, bring an audience member up. Okay, what's your question, girl or, or guy? Because there might be some men who listen. Let them speak their piece. Us give our reply back, have a little feedback back and forth. And then they can go back and we can invite another. That's dope. I like that. Listen, Instagram has really been putting out some good tools out there for us creatives. And I'm not mad at it. Not at all. Me neither, girl. Me neither. Okay. Well, that's good. We're going to wrap that up and go right into how we handle creating. So I'll tell a little bit about how I handle creating. Um, for me, I try my best to be organized and shout out to you, Pam, for showing me so many planners and journals and things just to help me stay on task. But I have to admit, your girl has fallen off just a wee bit. I fell off just a wee bit mm -hmm. as in recent time. I don't know. I think it's just that little getting over the hump of getting into the second quarter of the year. I understand that. I think that's what happened. But, you know, I still highly recommend, even if you fall off the wagon, to jump right back in because I will say not being organized, not knowing what's next, what you have on your to-do plan far as like when it comes to your business, when it comes to appointments, meetings, it can throw everything off. Yep. And, you, and you think because you're not in a structured workplace that you can have the leisure of being more laid back. And I tell you the truth. So many things fall to the wayside when you do that. So that's a big no-no. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. <laughs> plan, plan, plan. And pick a day to plan. Sometimes Sundays are good for me to plan. When my family's out, sometimes my husband, he'll take the children out to go get donuts or coffee or sit in the park. And so I try to take that hour to plan as much as possible, even if it's just for a week. I may plan as much as, oh, I'm going to order my supplies on Wednesday. I'm going to take pictures on Friday because I have to take pictures of my products to put on my website. Or I'm going to take a meeting with Pam so we can discuss what we're going to um, talk about on our podcast on Friday. So that's the best way for me. And I think it's just the best way for just about anyone to stay organized. Get you a planner, girls. Get you a calendar. Uh, and guys. And the other thing about handling creating for me is make sure that you are doing research. There's Pinterest, there's Google, there's all of these tools out there because the most annoying thing you can do is slide into someone's DMs and banter them about their content. How did you do this? Can you show me? You know, and you may be asking someone to take the time out to show you something that took them months to get to show you in five minutes. And sometimes that's just not impossible and it's not fair. It's just not fair. So do the work and the results will show. Now, what do you think about Pam when it comes to how, just tell me how you create, create um, handle your creating. Well, you know, I live by my planner, girl. I actually have my planner in front of me right now. <laughs> I swear by this thing, but I do. I sit down every Sunday. I sit down with my planner and that's whenever I plan my week out. Now, granted, sometimes there might be something that pops up. You know, you can't stop that. You can't prevent that. But whenever I have things planned out, at least it does help me to 
see what I have coming forward. And it also helps me to not forget things because because of all the things that I have going on on a day-to-day basis, I easily forget stuff. I have sticky notes all over. I have to jot things down. I have reminders set in my phone. So whenever I see something written down in my planner, I'm like, okay, I have this coming up. And another thing that I do is at the beginning of the month, I actually sit down and I go through my entire month and I'll write down any important meetings that I know that are already in place and I'll see where those lay. When it comes to content, um, for no pressure, I'll check and see like what holidays are coming up. When is the season changing? Like when do I need to start planning my next drop? And I'll look at my calendar and I'll try to plan that out. And I'll get with the guy who I use sometimes to like embroider my shirts and stuff. Um, if you guys follow me, you know that I press my own shirts, but when it comes to embroidery, I don't have an embroidery machine, so I have to outsource that. So I get with him and I check to see what is his timeline for getting me things that I may need. And I try to align that. So I think sitting down monthly with your planner just to go over things and then revisiting it weekly helps me a lot. And I noticed, like you said earlier, if I don't plan something, my day is a mess. Like my day is a complete mess whenever I don't plan. I notice that a lot. And sometimes on the weekends, like Saturday for sure, sometimes I don't open my planner at all because I'm like, oh, it's Saturday. I can do it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I still need that planner. I still, even if it's just organizing the chores that I have in my household, I still need to jot that stuff down so that I can keep myself on track. I can keep my household on track. Planning just makes my life so much easier. That's just, that's just all it boils down to. It makes my life so much easier. So, and that also, another thing with my, with my planning, because I know that the way that I used to plan, it was kind of like a big old, big old to-do list. And that used to make me feel very overwhelmed when I would just see a whole lot of tasks were in and out for me to complete in one day. And I would just look at it like, oh, I can't do this. And I would have no motivation to do it. So I changed that way of planning. And now I focus on my top three tasks for the day. So every day I open up my planner. My planner is broken down from monthly, weekly, and daily. So every day I'll open it and I'll jot down what are the three most important things that I need to get done that day? Do I have a doctor's appointment? Do I have a bill that needs to be paid? Do I have a deadline that I need to put out for, um, you know, for one of my clients when it comes to putting out their content? Like, what do I have? That's the most important thing to do that day. As long as I get those three things done, those three things done, cool. Everything else that I have on my list for that day, if I don't get them done, I'm not going to stress about it because they can wait another day. I'll just easily move it over to the next day. So that helps me feel less stressed because I know I just really got to focus on three things. That's all. If I get more done that day, amazing. If I don't, I did good still. So that's one thing I try to tell people to do so that they don't feel overwhelmed because I used to be stressed for no reason at all. I know exactly what you mean. And I was 
so hell bent on to-do list. And I found some type of gratification checking things off to say I completed this task. But as you mentioned before, becoming overwhelmed, that started happening to me too. So here's something that I do. In my journal, there's a page where I write down everything that I accomplished at the end of the night. Because that is another way to still have that gratification of I got these things done, even if it wasn't a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being a wife, sometimes you feel like I just, I I missed the ball today. You know, I didn't do all of the things out there, but to have that list, it just sometimes gives you that satisfaction. Like, Oh, I did laundry today. You know, I made sure the children were fed. You know, I sent those packages off that I got two days ago, you know? So I think whatever works, just as long as you have some way to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Is the most important when it comes to um, staying organized and planning. I agree. Yeah, I like that idea. I think I'm going to borrow that idea of yours and start writing down my accomplishments because sometimes you don't pat yourself on the back enough. And sometimes you just focus on what you didn't get done and you beat yourself up over that. Start shifting that and focus on what you did get done and you'll realize that you did pretty well. So yeah, I'm borrowing that. Thank you. You're welcome. Like that That's what we're here <laughs> for. And like I said, you got me on the whole path of planning. So see there, that's how you help each other with different ways, different techniques to get the job done. So with all that creating and planning or how planning to create. So what we really said was in there, we threw in family time, appointments, things of that nature. So it's important to make sure that you have those things checked off or done or on the to-do list as well as planning to work and create. And a lot of creatives don't think about that. You know, they just think about, I'm going to get this product, I'm going to offer this service and I'm going to make the money and the customers are going to come. But Pam and I can tell you different. Like it takes a lot of work, especially us product-based businesses. We have to make sure that we love the design we have to also put it out there so we can get your input because running any type of business takes feedback from your audience, from the people that want to support you. And so you can't just get everything that you want or what you think is fly or in or trending. You have to do your research to see what are people wearing? What's the color? What's the pay rate? You know, what is out there for me to offer to the people? So when you have all of your plans organized in a row, now you can get to the good part, the part that you love, that you're here for, and that's the creating, you know? And with that, it takes a lot of balance because now you want to be a creative, you want to get the job done, you want to put these new products and launch this new collection, but you have to balance family life, home life, and work. How do you do it? With it all, my nine to five job. If you guys don't know me personally, I work in logistics. There's this saying in the logistics world that logistics never sleeps and it truly never does. Um, So my job is kind of a 24 seven job to be completely honest with you. One thing that I have been implementing more into my life so that I don't feel like I constantly have to be checking my work emails. I constantly have to be on my work computer because there have been many a nights where 
I didn't go to sleep until 12 or later because I was doing work for my nine to five. And I realized that that was cutting so much into my family time. That was cutting into time that I would spend creating content for my clients. I was cutting into time that I would spend on no pressure. And that was just too much. It was cutting into my me time. Like I was exhausting myself. So now whenever I go through my planner, I actually have a cutoff time for my nine to five. And I try to stay very firm with that time, unless like there's something super pressing, some emergency or something that pops up and I have to get something done really quickly. And even then I try to set myself to, okay, I'll spend an hour or two doing this and then it's on to the next thing. I can't spend all night doing this because then what else am I going to get accomplished? So I try to do that and I try when it comes to my family, family first is what we say in this household. So if I start to notice my kids, they completely understand, well, my older two kids, because they're 12 and 10. My baby is one. She doesn't care about me running a business. She doesn't care about me having a nine to five. When she wants my attention, she wants my attention. And I give it to her. My older two kids, though, they understand that I'm doing a lot. So they try not to disturb me, as they like to say. And I always tell them like, hey, if you feel like I am not giving you enough attention, if you feel like you want some mom time or whatever it may be, just say something. Because sometimes I might not notice it all the time because when I get into work mode, a lot of times I'm straight tunnel vision and I may not notice that, hey, you haven't checked in with your kids lately. Granted, we're in the same house and I see you, but I might not stop and be like, hey, everything good? School going okay? Do you need my help? So I've tried to, I've been telling myself to kind of slow down a little more and check in with them more. And if I notice their mood kind of shifting, then I stop my work and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Let's talk. Like, come here. What, tell me. And I even let them know about what I'm going through. And if I'm stressed, I let them know. If I'm dealing with something from work, I let them know. Like, my son, he'll be like, work emails, right? And I'm like, boy, yes. Like, if only you could see. <laughs> and like, he gets it. He's like, I know, mom, like they have you overworked. You're the only person in your department. Like he knows he gets it, but they know that because I explain to them what's going on. And I let them know, hey, I'm not ignoring you. I just really have to get this done. And I explain why I really have to get something done. So I try to, I try to divide my time as equally as I can. It is hard. Sometimes I might not be able to give my kids the proper attention, or I might not give my job the proper attention, or I might not give my boyfriend the proper attention, but I try to like rotate. <laughs> I guess you could say like, okay, today's your day. This is what we're going to do kind of deal. Like um, my boyfriend and I, there was a show on Disney plus WandaVision that was guaranteed our time. We didn't spend no other time together that week. We were sitting down for that little hour 
together, no phones, no nothing, just us and WandaVision. That was it. Sometimes you have to implement those practices. Like you have to put your phones to the side so that you're not tempted to check them and just spend time with your loved ones. Even if it is just an hour, that's an hour that might mean so much to them. And that meant a lot to us. Like, oh, this is our show. Like, oh, we got to watch this. And we could not watch it without one another. It was an us thing. No matter how busy I was with work, he'll be like, do you have two seconds? Just, just two seconds for us to go ahead and watch this show real quick. And I would stop my work, go watch our show. And if I needed to go back to my work afterwards, I'll go back to my work afterwards. But you have to kind of press pause at times and take those moments to spend with your family or even yourself. Because um, I think one thing that I left out earlier in my planning is sometimes I write in my planner, rest. Like I literally will write that in my planner at like 12 o'clock, just rest. And I try to abide by that. Whenever I see it, I'm like, okay, Pam, yeah. You need to rest. You need to take a step back walk away from your computer or whatever it may be. Sometimes we have to write those little reminders to ourselves because we'll get such in the grind mode. And something that I hear a lot of people say is like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. No, no, I hate that mentality so much. I get that there's work that has to be done, but also your body needs the rest. Your body needs you to go have fun. Your body needs for you to spend time with your family. So it's a huge balancing act, like all around. And you have to kind of listen to what your body is telling you to know what you need to change at. When I start feeling exhausted, I know I need to take a break and cut that workout and go spend time with my kids or whatever it may be. So I'm not perfect with balancing, but I'm starting to listen to those little signs and starting to do a little bit better. <laughs> How do you do it? Because I know you have your whole household and your hubby and everything. Well, what you said was a mouthful and so many of those things I can learn from as well. Like I said, it's just one of those things where even though we have similarities, we may do things differently because I feel like I'm all over the place. Like when you said, we say families first, we kind of go by whoever gets up first. That's who's who runs the house, you know? So for, for my house, I get up first. My family is a sleepy family. They love to sleep. Well, when I first became a mommy, I became, well, I say even before that, when I had my nine to five, I became an early bird, an early riser, and it just never stopped. And so once I transitioned from my nine to five and became a mom, I just kept that going. And I also find myself being more creative at that time. And so there has been times when I had to flex and I just don't feel like I was able to accomplish as much creatively when I work at night. I just don't feel that way. The mornings are my time. So when you look around and that time is over, I actually get a little sad, but I'm mature enough to know, hey, it's time to put on mommy mode. It's time to 
be wifey mode, whatever. And here I am getting my little three-year-old together or making sure that my daughter gets on her Zoom class. And, you know, especially since we're all in the house a lot, I make sure that we go outside to get some fresh air. And that's huge for us because at one time we found ourselves so lethargic and it was because we were doing everything in the house. You know, we were on our phones, some type of electronics, um, laptops or or pads. And I was like, we got to get out of this house. We got to get some fresh air. We got to see some sunshine. And it, I really think it resets everybody. It energizes them. It resets them. And then a lot of times I can get things done and we take turns, you know. Um, but one thing that has worked for me is scheduling days off. I used to have this mentality when it came to especially creativity that um, for my business, I had to work all the time. That's how you get ahead, working all the time, always having a collection, always having something to offer um, your audience, always being on social media. And I had to say, wait a minute, if I'm coming into my business, my brand with that mentality, I have the same mentality I had when I was working for a job that I didn't want to work for, that I didn't want to be at, you know, so... I was like, no, I'm going to schedule some days off because at least they gave you days off when you yeah. were going to the office. So there are times when I just don't work. I'm like, hey, let's go for a ride. Let's go get some ice cream, you know, coffee. Let's sit up at a park. Just something to get out and not have to be worried about school work. It's just us just bonding, whatever we're talking about, current events, each other. Um, so scheduling those days off are very important and just as, as important as planning time for myself. And that was another thing. I am the queen of, I'm going to do my own pedicure. I'm going to retwist my own locks, you know? And it's like, when you really think about everything that you do for other people, on top of being a plant mama, because I am a plant mama, shout out to us. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're trying to DIY everything. No, you need something for yourself. So let somebody else do your feet in a safe way, you know, let somebody else retwist your hair, let, you know, go get loved on or relax some kind of way to come back rejuvenated and reset so that you can do all the things in a better way, in a better manner, you know, less stressed. And I don't know, it just works better for me that way. And um, I like to make sure that I schedule a little sexy time with the husband, you know, people, <laughs> people talk about, oh, you're married and all getting it in all the time. Well, you know, when you have a house full of kids and you see each other day in and day out, it's a little bit different. And I can't speak for all couples, but it's a little bit different when you see each other at every awakened moment. And at one time you wanted that. Yeah. And now for a lot of us, that's a factor, you know, so sometimes things can get in the way, but you have to make time. And sometimes you have to schedule that. You have to say, hey, Friday, you know, we're Netflixing and chilling and chilling some more, you know? <laughs> you go on post, go to the class six and grab a bottle, whatever we're going to do, you know? And you have to do what you have to do. But it's important that you don't get so bogged down with trying to be the best of anything and not be the best for yourself, you know? Trying to show up for your customers, trying to show up for your children, trying to show up for your spouse. You have to make sure you show up for you first mm -hmm. and then you can show up for everyone else in a good way, you know? So what else do you have for balance? Because I really think that we are nailing this one. Oh, 
I do have one more thing before I, I turn okay. it over. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, with the toddler, that's the real one right there because the 10 year old, she handles herself. Daddy, he works, you know, so everybody's doing their thing, but it's that three year old boy. He will bring out the kid in me. I have never played so much hide and seek in my life. I've eaten so many make-believe cookies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I even tried to bring him into my world and um, to your suggestion. And he took some um, tools of mine and just poured them all in the middle of the floor. And I was like, I thought this was going to work. <laughs> you know? But dude, you got to go. We got to do something else. But you know, you try all the things. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Tomato, tomato, you know? Oh, yeah. Kids are so unpredictable. Oh, mm -hmm. Because as you know, my one-year-old, she kind of runs this house. And I don't know if it's because I had my other two kids when I was younger. So I had like all the energy in the world and all the patience. Now with the one-year-old, whereas I would have told my other kids, no, don't do that. Stop. Like I would have been really on them. Now, whenever she does something, I'm just like... Be safe, girl. You got it. Like, I'm telling you. Not hurting yourself. You got it, homegirl. I don't, we'll figure it out later. Just destroy the whole house. We'll clean it later. I don't, because I don't have the energy anymore to continuously run behind her. Me and, either. And you think that one day will be a good day. And then it's like completely different. Like this past weekend, as you, you heard a bit in our voice notes, Usually my one-year-old is super easy to deal with. Like the most that she might want is to lay all over me. This weekend was a whole nother story. I don't know what she was on. I don't know what her mood was. I don't know if maybe homegirl just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I do not know. But I feel like every two seconds she was falling out she was getting into stuff she was ripping stuff which she never does and she actually ripped one of my books and I was so sad I was like oh girl why are we doing this why are you tormenting me today but you just gotta like I was I wanted to be upset mm -hmm. I wanted to be upset so bad but I was like Pam she's one does she truly know what she's doing Cause she thinks this is fun. Like she hears the ripping noise. She doesn't know that she's ripping her mom's favorite book. She just hears the noise and she likes the noise and she's laughing and she's smiling at me while she's doing it. And she doesn't know that this is upsetting me. So why am I going to get mad at her? But I had to let her know like, okay, girl, this is not cool. She might not have understood me saying this is not cool, but she looked at me and she said, and she walked away. So I feel like we had a little bit of an understanding there. It'll get easier as she gets older. Oh, yeah. But sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. This week, this past weekend did not go as I had planned at all. At all. But I just rolled with the punches. And the later it got into Sunday, I really was just like, you know what? It is what it is at this point. Like, I'll just all the chores and everything that I had planned, I'll roll them over into the week. It's, it just is what it is. So sometimes you got to do that. You just, like I said, a kid is very unpredictable. Very unpredictable. Very but true. I do think that they keep us on our toes. 
because I've heard Roman back there with you before, and I know you've heard Naraya with me, and you're like, oh, these kids now. I'm Those telling you. <laughs> they will, and I think it also makes life fun, so you can't have one without the other. You can't have all the fun yourself. You got to share it, right? Because you'll look up, and they'll be 10 and doing <laughs> their own thing, you know? But I really think that we have taking this segment in really well and broken down the first two layers of it. But guess what? There's more. so much more, so much more. And we are not going to let you all not be treated with it. So we're going to actually part to it. But before we let you go, we have a couple of things we want to share with you. Yes. So we're going to start off with highlighting a small business that we just admire. We think they're so cool. Maybe we've even supported them in some form of fashion. So Pam, I'll let you go first. What is, who is your business, your small business for the week? Spotlight. All right. Well, since it is Women's History Month, I'm going to keep it as a female-owned business. And since I was talking planners earlier, I want to spotlight my girl Shay. I call her my girl. We ain't really, really friends, but we're IG friends and she my homegirl and my friend. So uh, my girl Shay, owner of Paper Standards. I love her planners. Um, she has amazing planner covers. She just recently came out with a new line of inserts. Um, if you know anything about the planner community, planners come in so many different varieties you can get your ones that are already put together you can get ones that you kind of custom build yourself which is pretty much what Shay has you know you can buy the planner cover in a certain size and then buy whatever inserts fit your needs to go inside um she has these really cute sticky notes and pens and just all of the things and i think i own almost everything that she sold <laughs> I feel like I should be ashamed to say that, but you know what? I'm proud because I'm supporting a fellow Black woman-owned business. And like I said, her products are amazing. So definitely check her out. Paper Standards on Instagram. Website is paperstandards.com. And we'll also include in the show notes the businesses that we highlight so that you all can check them out yourselves later on. What do you got, Ginger? Who do you want to shout out? Well, I also have a woman-owned business, and I actually have quite a few pieces. I want more. Can't wait to add to my inventory. It is a unisex streetwear company, and it's called Drumroll. No pressure. Yes, yes, yes. I'm shouting out my homegirl, Pam. Her business, I love, love, love your clothing. From the first t-shirt that I still have that I wore on, was it the day before yesterday? I think it was the day before yesterday. Then I saw the hat and I was like, oh, I got to get a cap because that's just going to complete the look when I rock them with my leggings. And I want some leggings with no pressure going down the side because I had on some other leggings. And I was like, oh, it would have been cool with some no pressure leggings. Yeah, with the pockets. So I can put my phone. Yeah. So anyway, then uh, I have... A hoodie set. I'm going to say hoodie set. Is that a thing? Hoodie set. Oh, the jogger set. But yeah, jogger set. set. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's plush. Me and my husband, you know, he bickers because he wanted one for himself. He cannot wait for the fall for you to re-release it. So I was like, yeah, but you can't get in mine. I'm sorry you're too big. So 
I love it. It's so plush. Packaging is everything. Customer service is superb. I also have the Hunter Green, my favorite forest green plush puff letter sweatshirt. And I just tell you, Pam is a jewel. She is great at what she does. She has an eye for fabric. It's not itchy. It's not scratchy because sometimes, especially with the active wear, it can be a little hardcore so to speak, <laughs> but because it's so comfortable, I just, I don't come home and immediately want to take it off. I have to remind myself, okay, it's time to take it off now, you know, because it's just that comfortable. So definitely we'll have her information in the show notes so you can shop and join the no pressure gang gang. I'm over here blushing. Thank you. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. I know. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I was like, I'm going to shock her and say her brand. She's going to be like, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know, but I truly appreciate it. And that and that also goes to show y'all like genuine support because Ginger, even though we are friends, we actually call each other cousin because we're just that close, but she still genuinely supports my brand. Whenever there is a drop, I'll see an order come through from her and I'm like Thank you, girl. I don't expect it. I don't look to her to purchase anything from me. Just as with her line, she makes jewelry. I don't wear a lot of jewelry, but whenever I see something on there that I like, I support it. I buy it or I might cop it for somebody else. Like she has so many beautiful earrings. I'm not a huge earring person, but there have been times where I've seen earrings and I was like, oh, that'll be a nice gift for somebody else. And I purchased it and gifted it. Easy way to even spread her business's name because now somebody else knows about her brand. So support goes a very long way. And to go further into that, support doesn't always mean that you have to purchase something from somebody. Support can simply mean you reposting somebody. It can be you spreading the word of mouth. Maybe you don't need their services, but maybe you might know somebody else who could use their services. Letting that person know, hey, I know of X, Y, and Z. They might be able to help you with something. Support is available in so many different ways, and it doesn't always have to cost you something. So I want y'all to remember that because you don't always have to buy from people. Sometimes you might not have it. Sometimes you might not, you just might not want to spend it. Point blank, period. I mean, it is what it is, but that is the truth. That is the truth. It goes a long way. It does. What have you been listening to while you've been creating or working or even making dinner for the family? What What's the tunes that's going on in your world right now? So this past week, I've been on New Edition real heavy. Okay. And I, the other day, my boyfriend was watching the New Edition special that was on BET, that series. So I started watching it and I just really was like, oh, I remember this song. Oh, and I was in the kitchen or actually earlier tonight when I was cooking dinner, I had the show on and I'm over there dancing. If it isn't love, like busting out the dance and everything while cooking. So I've been on New Edition heavy this past week. How about you? I have, I actually watched the Grammys earlier this week. I am an award show buff. And so I was a little shocked that John Legend, I, I remember his album came out 
Bigger Love. And I was like, okay, I've heard a couple of songs. And when I actually listened to the album, I was like rocking with it for a week. So after he won a Grammy, it kind of reminded me of it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, ha- it has that kind of old school R&B feel a little bit that I love, kind of Motown-ish. So I've been going back and forth with his album because he has a lot of love songs and all that. And I've been feeling like in the love mode or whatever. And mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. I've been listening to a lot of Marvin Gaye, but not so many of his popular songs. Yeah. More of the songs that are on the app. Yeah. I've been digging in the crates and going for like the real soulful, maybe underrated songs. So that's what I've been kind of infusing my little listening buds with over here. I like that. I like that. Oh, now you got me wanting to revisit Marvin. And I actually think I have one of his vinyls. I'll have to pop that out later this week. But yes, I know. Let's see what else is there. Oh, before we let y'all go, we are going to be doing a book of the month. So if y'all want to read along with us, if you want to chime in on our Instagram, shoot us an email. Um, All that information will be in the show notes. But if you want to just connect with us on what we're reading, we actually, um, I saw this book from Jessica. We mentioned her last episode, but it's this book called Laziness Does Not Exist by Devin Price. I kid you not, within, I did the audio book of it, um, which I actually need to finish the last chapter, but as soon as I hit play on the audio book, not even five minutes into it, I felt like I was being read, (laughs) like, the book was calling me out, girl. I don't know about you, but I just felt called out in so many ways. I was over there like, oh, I am like that. Oh, maybe I got to change that. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> in the um, first chapter. Yes. In the first chapter, I was like, wait a minute. Do I need another cup of coffee before I dive deeper into this book? So I definitely recommend it. And yes, read along with us so we can talk about it because it's definitely a page turner and something that makes you look at yourself and and kind of look within. Yeah, definitely. Because that's exactly how it had me. I did a lot of self-reflection listening to that book. I was like, oh, all right, y'all. We're going to get it together. But we definitely will go probably every week might talk a little bit more about the book, check in with y'all. So make sure to follow us on Instagram and check our stories because we'll be seeing who's reading along with us for that book. That's right. It is Laziness Does Not Exist by Devin Price. Again, it'll be in our show notes. So just in case you guys didn't have a moment to write it down or if I spoke too fast or anything, y'all can read it along anything else you got for today girl i think we're going to stick a fork in this one and just come back with the second part of entrepreneurship slash motherhood we just really want to thank you all for listening it's really a pleasure to have your ears tune in to the things that we have to share and say to you and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform to our podcast that's my biz make sure that you are leaving a rating and review so we can see you so that we know that you're out there and you're tuned in 
Yes, please, please, please. And also, you know, if you are listening, well, you are listening right now, but go ahead and take a screenshot of you listening and share it to your Instagram and make sure that you tag us so that we see that you're listening because we might have some goodies for a few of y'all. You never know. That's right. That's right. So until next time, y'all, we'll catch you later. Bye. This is the Very Necessary Podcast. Come on in, have a seat, and unplug from the world by listening to Jennifer, Vaughn, Yoshi, and Sue, where you get our unapologetic view on relationships, balance, careers, and how we handle it all, or how we don't. This podcast is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You can catch us each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast.